The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storylines with Nick Eatman. What is up? It is time for another Cowboys storyline. This is the final one of the week, the final one before the Cowboys take on the Giants. Finally, finally, no more talk about might, maybe, perhaps, should, could. What? No, we get to play a game Sunday night. We don't, I don't get to play in the game, at least I don't think. But Cowboys, Giants, Sunday night, it's going to be a fun one. You guys know how this works. You guys call one 855-2297 or send the text line 817-290-3298. And usually we just go right through the storylines and then we get to the calls. The storylines are this. Cowboys are about to play the Giants. Are they going to have injuries on the offensive line? We'll see. Tyler Smith banged up right now, hamstring injury. They're going to try to work his way into practice maybe Saturday. We'll see if he's, he's going to be a game time decision for Sunday. Tyron Smith was popped up on the injury report with an ankle um, injury. He left practice, apparently, so he was limited. We'll see what that looks like today. Again, it doesn't take much to be on the injury report, but because of the nature of the person and who's next to him at Tyler Smith, we'll see if this is a a bigger deal. Obviously, the Cowboys don't need injuries like that. Um, Going into week one, Sam Williams, Jordan Lewis, we're going to continue to monitor those guys as well. That's really the big storylines there is, is how healthy are the Cowboys heading into week one. All right, we got phone lines. We got the calls are, are ringing, so we're going to go right to it here. Brock in Jacksonville, Florida. You're the first up today. Brock, what's up? Hey, buddy. How you doing today? I'm great, man. How are you? Just another day in paradise. All hey, right. had a had a quick question going into the season and the, and the madness of the offseason and the preseason. Who's one player you think has slipped under the radar? And who's another player you think we should probably pump the brakes on? <laughs> I also had a suggestion for the random player. Let's go. Instead of people giving you a player, they should give you a year and a number and see if you can guess the player. So I'll go ahead and start. Let's do it. I'm going to go number, uh, number 68 on the 1989 roster. I figured if you need a couple of hints, Beamer could help you out there in the bag. Nineteen six, um, the eighty nine. You went eighty nine roster when they had seven hundred players that played on that year. You went, you went that sixty. I'm gonna say it was Crawford Kerr. That is that is correct, my man. That's good. All right, I like this game. I like this game. All right, thanks. I appreciate that. I appreciate the call. It also reminds me. I don't know if y'all play. um, It's I think it's called Immaculate Grid. Man, I'm addicted to that. It's a from Pro Football Reference. It's got like this. Brady Bunch looking grid with nine, and you got to pick somebody from the, you know, this team that also played on this team. It's 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 ridiculous. I play that every day. All right, um, I like that game. That's that's a fun game uh, as long as you don't take me back to like 1964 or something like that. Uh, who's under the radar that we're not really talking about? That, that's a that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I feel like when you when you do shows, I mean, we do seven shows a day. I think maybe eight. I mean, so everyone's talking about everyone, so it's hard to go under the radar, but. I mean, are, are we talking about Damone Clark enough? Because Damone Clark, I think, is going to be a, a, a wild card to this whole thing. I really do. I think how he plays this year could affect everything. If he plays like the guy that was playing at LSU, there was going to be a late first, maybe second round pick. That guy was an animal on the field. And if, if they got him and, and he's got last year under his belt now, now he's ready to just stop thinking and just go react and play. That this could be a game changer for the defense. So that would be my guy. And then 
tap the tap the brakes guy. Um, I don't. I, I don't know. I'm. I'm trying to. I mean, I, I, who would be a tap the brakes guy? I mean, you know what? To be fair, I mean, let's just say it about Deuce Vaughn because he we're going 100 miles an hour. Who who knows if he's even going to play? I think he's going to play in the game, but I mean, there's a lot of talk about what's he going to do and all that, and I don't know if it's if it's even carved out yet what his role is going to be. So I say we tap the brakes there, but not to say in any way am I not excited? I want to see him play, so um, I'm not tapping the brakes, but maybe other people should. All right, we've got a, another call from Odessa, Texas. David in Odessa, anything going on in Odessa on Friday night tonight? Uh, well, just a lot of heat and, of course, Permian football. You yeah. Know, know about yeah. that. And happy Friday, yeah. by the way, Nick. Happy Friday I've to you. Really, well, I'm really enjoying your, your new show, and I enjoyed your your Broken podcast as well. Uh, and I had a comment Bro- and break. a break. Okay. You got me, you got me confused. Yeah. The break. I got it. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah, like, what? Broken, what, what? broken break. Same okay. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to mention last week, just kind of come to his defense, uh, Someone kind of sliced and diced Derek a little bit on that show. I wanted to say I really like the way he handles things. You know, some of the podcasts, I enjoy all of them, uh, but some of them frustrate me because they will take five to seven minutes to actually get to to football, to Dallas Cowboys, which people are, are tuning in for. And it's a little bit narcissistic, I think, to think that everyone wants to know about your weekend or your life or your, you know, uh, aspirations when it's a Cowboys podcast. And I like the fact that every segment he's like, okay, this is, you know, he's focused. He's like, right. this is our objective and we're going to do that. And uh, I, I like that. And of course you do the same thing. It's a little easier, I think for you because you're so low, it would really right. look narcissistic right. if you went off on a rant. But I just, I just wanted to say that about him. I like the way he handles things. It's straight to business, but I think it works for some of us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. For sure. Um, and, and, you know, if you if you have a cowboy question, that that that's good as well. I would say, it's always surprising though. I we think that sometimes, and we think, oh, no one cares about, it. and then we'll get stopped by somebody, or they'll they'll tweet and they'll say, yeah, that was funny that you said this, and some some people do, some people actually do kind of like you know a little bit of the of the lighter side of things. So there there's a balance. You you have to just kind of make it work for everybody. So, sure. what's your what's well, your take uh, on the game, uh, or do you have a question? I have a, a, a question. Okay, I love the fact that we have uh, Mozzie and Hankins because I really think our, our deficiency has been in stopping the run, and it's so frustrating because if you can't do that, you really don't have much of a chance right. to to really uh, hit the big boys in the playoffs where it counts. Uh, my question was this. Uh, the fact that we have them, and I love that, but now that we are using in, in so much – uh, so many hybrids and undersized people to help with linebacker after our terrible loss of um, uh, oh what about the, uh, <clears throat> our our linebacker over oh Overshone yeah Overshone yeah yep. uh, but anyway won't that kind of play into uh, coaches offensive coordinators saying that basically you know we're undersized there and and run at us more sure i don't know i just just curious about that i mean that there's there's a give and take uh, thanks for the call david uh there's a give and take when it comes to the linebackers when it comes to you know how do you want to play you want to play fast want to play you want to play you know small ball it's 
it's every sport, right? I mean, you do it in basketball. We we want to play with five guards. Okay, that's great. You, you hope hope you don't get you know need to get a rebound. I mean, so it works if it works for you. And so and so if if you can play fast and quick, Jimmy Johnson used to do it. He wanted to play really fast, have smaller linebackers, and yet you got to make sure that you don't get run at. So uh, back to what you said, Hankins, Mozzie Smith, those guys. The better they are up front, the 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 more that it'll allow those linebackers to run and free and and, and make plays. So, all right, uh, we're flying along here. Gary in New Mexico is our next caller. Gary, what's up? Hey, Nick, how you doing? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm good. Quick trivia question and then a quick comment. All right. All right, Nate Newton, 1986, his rookie year. What number did he wear? 67. That is correct. And why did he? Who wore number sixty-one? Jim Cooper. Yeah, you got it, man. Yes. You got it. I, I got one for you. Hey, I got one for you. Okay. Since we're doing, all right, this is real quick. What college right. has the most players on the current roster right now for the Cowboys? What college has the most guys on this current team? The fifty-three has uh, just what, what? What college is it has the most? Do you know? I I have no idea. <laughs> I just wanted I to throw people. it out there. It, you got to ask me a question from like before two thousand. Oh, before oh, okay, way way back when. Okay, yeah, you get me the hey, old school. If you're current yeah, if you're if you're throwing out Jim Cooper, you know, yeah, yeah. All right, well, I, I'll give you one then. Who who played next to him? Who played next to him and probably lined up next to him in some of those team photos? That's a media guy right now that a lot of people see on 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 the uh, internet. Oh, that'd be Brian Baldy. That's right, Baldy's takes. All right, sixty-two. Okay, uh, here's my comment. A lot of talk about all these preseason guys. This game and this season comes down to one man, and that's Dak Prescott. Mm -hmm. And how Dak Prescott handles that new offense. And I think he's going to come out and prove the naysayers wrong. I think he's going to have his best season. And I think this is going to be the year that we finally get back to the Super Bowl. And that's my prediction. And it it starts Sunday night. Let's just, I mean, if we're going to throw out predictions, why not? I mean, why not bring it there? I would love it. If Dak has his best year, yes. He, if he has his best year, then then why not? I mean, that that's what it would be. He's had some really good years. If he has his best year with the players he's got around him and that number 11 on the other side of the ball, why not? You got to stay healthy. You got to stay healthy. The quarterback has to, to, to play great. You got to get lucky. You know, I mean, you have to get lucky. I mean, I, every team kind of does. I mean, the other day, we appreciate the call, Gary. Thank, thank you so much. Um, the other day, there was a question out there, and I used it on Twitter. And, I mean, there, people took it, you know, to all different levels. But it was what play would in, in history would you like to change and stuff like that. You know, and, and, you know, the catch and the plays after the catch and stuff like that. Romo dropping the snap in Seattle. But – what we fail to remember sometimes is the years that did work out, the, the, some of the great seasons. There's plays like that that happened that the other team is like, I, you know, I mean, that, that whole Romo game against Detroit, the touchdown that passed he threw. Well, I mean, there was a couple of penalties in that game that, that probably changed the whole direction of that one. And you can go back to a lot of different plays like that. So usually what comes up goes down. Um, but for the last, what, 27 years, it really hasn't gone up there. So the answer to that trivia question, by the way, actually, you know, I'm going to hold off on that. I'm going to hold off that. Of course, at this point, you can go to the roster. You can see that. But uh, it is interesting. It's an SEC school. SEC school. What SEC school has actually has the most players on the Cowboys roster right now. All right. We're going to go back to the phone line. Michael from Colton, California. Michael, what is up? 
What's going on, Nick? Thank you for having me on. Shout out to the whole Cowboys Nation. Uh, uh, happy Friday to everybody. Hey, Nick, I, I just want to emphasize, man, I, I think that, uh, you know, our team is all primed and ready. I, th- I think we got a, a good squad. I think we're all set up, you know, to do some good things, go deep in the playoffs. Um, my question is, uh, uh, everything lines up, all the stars line up and all that and we don't get past the divisional round again. Do you really think that Dak Prescott is going to be the man to uh, continue? You know, they're, they're talking about signing him long-term, and I like Dak Prescott. I'm a big fan of his coming out of uh, Mississippi State. I'm a big college football fan. Man, he he was awesome. I watched him take Mississippi State to number one in the nation, you know, and, yep. and uh, Mississippi State wasn't too good. But I, I'm not trying to make it about Dak Prescott and everything, but uh, I just want to say go Cowboys, and, and uh, thank you for having me on. All right. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate it. That's why I love doing this show. That's why I, this is why I love doing the covering the Cowboys because in a span of 90 seconds, we can have a guy that says, I think Dak's going to lead this team to the Super Bowl. And then 90 seconds later, we can have, if he doesn't, is he going to be the quarterback of this team next year? That is, that is, that's what what kind of drives drives you crazy, but it's also in a, in a good way. Like that's what this is: is everybody's thinking. Everyone's got different stuff going on in in their mind, and 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 neither one of them are wrong with their with their thoughts. And and it's just it, it makes it fun. And I hope that doesn't. I hope that makes sense. But it's just it's it's well, that's what's so crazy about this. And you know, I call it the tornado. Really, that's what that's what this is. It's like when you got hot air. And cold air, two complete different things, just like a tornado. You mix it together, that's what you get. That's what this. That's what this is. That's what covering the Cowboys is. It's what it has been for 25 years for me, and I, I love it. So, um, I, I the answer to the question. Well, we just got to see. I mean, every game, every year is different. Is Dak the reason why they didn't go? I mean, if they, if they get all the way up there and don't win, is it because of Dak? If it is, then maybe you make changes. I have a hard time thinking that they're going to make it far. And and not you know not get the, to the, over the hump and it's because of Dak. Um, I, I don't I don't see that happen. I think Dak's going to be the quarterback for this team for uh, for years to come here. All right, before we go to break, one more. Let's go with Joe. Joe in Stanford, you become a regular. Hey, yes, sir. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. You? Oh, uh, my wife. I mean, my, my dog just got kicked out of doggy daycare, so I'm driving back for doggy daycare. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop! Anyway. Stop biting people. I mean, what do we? Oh, uh, he's excessive humping. <laughs> mm. Two anyway. two words I didn't think were going to be on the show today. That, those two back to back. You never know. Just like I said, you never know what you're going to get, man. What's up? <laughs> so I'm going to pick uh, the score. I think our final score is going to be thirty-one uh, ten. I think they'll get lucky and score some, but I think our defense is going to dominate them. All right. Uh, I'm going to say that our first touchdown of the season is going to be scored by Jake Ferguson. Yep. Uh, And my old school cowboy is Bob Lilly. I used to go turkey hunting with him when I was a kid. He used to come to the ranch I lived on. Nice. That's a that's nice. That's a good story. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's got their own cowboy cowboy. You know, guys. We we, we had a, what Jim Cooper and on the text we have Dexter Klingscale, but it's nice to go like you know. Let's just go with the original, yeah, Mister Cowboy. So Mr. all right, 
boy. All right, Joe. Well, you take it easy, man. Get, get that dog in line. Um, you know, it's not even Wednesday. I mean, what, what are we doing here? So, uh, all right. Have a good one. Um, go Cowboys. Go Cowboys is right. 31-10 was his score. Um, I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to ask every fan uh, to throw out a score. But, I mean, you can if you want. I mean, it's Friday. That's what we'll do. I, I, I'll throw one out here at the end of, of the show. Um, let's let's go to one more phone call here. We don't, I don't like people to hold and, and wait. Let's clear up the lines here before we go to break. So, Rob in Vegas. Rob, what's up, man? Hey, how are you? I'm good. Thanks. Appreciate it. You know, I'm looking forward to just seeing the speed that now we have on offense. You know, you swap Me too. Zeke for Tony Pollard. Uh, Brandon Cooks basically takes Noah Brown's spot. I mean, that's a huge upgrade. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ferguson, you know, I don't know if people realize he's really a good athlete. Yes, he is. So I'm just, I'm just excited about the speed on offense and how Mike McCarthy is going to use it. And I think we're going to see Dak run a little more, kind of like uh, the last preseason game with Will Greer, where his his running was really uh, effective against Seattle. So I'm just excited about that. I think I think this team is loaded. No more excuses. I mean, barring injury, Knockwood, this team is ready to go. They have no weaknesses, especially on defense with the the two cornerbacks yeah. now. So. I think, listen, it's got to be a year sooner or later. We waited uh, <laughs> since 95, so why not this year? Why not? Why not? Yeah, I uh, appreciate the call. And, and you're right about the speed. I, and and the, the speed is something that I've been asking for for a long time. I feel like the, the, they're faster than they've ever been at receiver. Brandon Cooks helps with that. Uh, a healthier Michael Gallup. CeeDee Lamb can can do kind of whatever you want him to do. Um, I think I think Turpin is going to help on offense a little bit more. Um, at, at least just being out there. From a decoy standpoint, all you have to do is let him run a couple times, and then you, you just put that out there on tape. But I, I do think the, the just how lateral things are going to be, they're going to spread things out. That will let Dak – that will open things up for Dak to run um, a little bit more or someone to run uh, the middle, and, and the same with Ferguson. And you're right, not, not everyone thinks he's athletic. Maybe just that guy that he hurdled um, – was it the Giants game? I believe it was the Giants game that he you know hurdled a guy and then plowed through another one. Uh, that was a pretty athletic play. So uh, I, I'm excited for what Jake Ferguson can can do this year as well. All right, uh, Let's just keep let's keep the calls going here. Um, Chris in Mississippi, is my truck That's right. truck driver That's in Mississippi. Right. That's right. What's up, man? Hey, um, I was going to ask you. I vaguely remember. I don't know if anybody picked him up, so that's why I'm calling. Where did Lyle Collins go? Lyle. I knew he went to Cincinnati, but he got cut last year at the end of the year, didn't he? You got me on that. I don't remember him getting cut, but I, I'm not. I'm not saying I, 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 you know, I'm not on Bingles.com all the time either. Uh, I'm not joking. I'm just not. I, I understand. I, 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 I didn't thought think, I remember I one of our guys saying. Team. I, I thought I thought I remember one of our guys saying that he got cut, and then that would like basically the Cowboys' vindication that yeah he wasn't a starting tackle. The reason why I'm asking is. If he's on the street, why don't they go pick him up and ask him if he wants to play left guard? I'm pretty sure instead of sitting at home, he'd rather play left guard. Because he played left guard for a while. I haven't heard of us. his name one time. I, I 
I don't know this. I just don't think he's available. I, I don't yeah. I don't know he's this. Probably been picked up if I had to guess. I, I, if I had to guess, yeah, I think he would be as well. And I hate that I don't know that, but I I don't I know he's not on this roster, so I, I you know I'm not trying to be narcissistic about it and say like oh if he's not on the Cowboys I don't care. I just don't think he's out there. Uh, I, I would imagine he's still with Cincinnati, um, and and maybe you know just just trying to get healthy there. Uh, but you, they, they, you know, they probably need somebody. We'll see what the nature of these injuries are. Um, let's we'll see what they are. And then we'll, you know, I think the Cowboys have to figure that out too. Of just what kind of depth do they need? Do they need, um, you know, young guys, young bodies, or do they need some somebody who's done it? And if, if you that's the case, you probably have to go trade for it. Or you have to give up some assets to do that. All right, we're gonna stick to the fo- uh, phone call. Don in San Antonio. Don, what's up? Hey, Nick. Uh, got three things. Okay. Uh, gonna have a statement, uh, trivia question, and. It. I uh, want you to guess what year I became a Cowboys fan based on my question. Okay. Uh, first, this, I really think we got two sleepers in this team. I think that is Talbert, and I think it's Deuce Vaughn. I think Deuce Vaughn is going to surprise everybody. You go watch his Kansas State highlights. This dude is is a smaller version of Bajon Robinson. He can cut. He hits holes yards after the catch. He He's a sharp, sharp young man in Talbert has proved us wrong. Last year, I thought, man, this guy is just a washout. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Second thing I want you to guess, two things. When I became a Cowboys fan, okay. and a trivia question, what quarterback averaged five yards a carry during their career with the Cowboys? Ooh, I'm, which quarterbacks? Yeah, what quarterback averaged five yards per carry for their career with the Cowboys? Hmm. Mm, that's a good one. Um, so, hold on. I'm just trying to figure out the, the other part of your question. Tolbert and Vaughn. All right. Um, what quarterback? Man, I, what I, I feel like this is there. Uh, this could be Eddie LeBaron. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I, I would think you probably wouldn't say Roger Strawback. I wouldn't think this would be the trivia question. So I'm trying to think who else did that. I would say Eddie LeBaron. If that's the case, then the answer would be 1960. But I don't know. You got no, me. No, I'm I'm not quite that. Old. I wouldn't think you were that uh, old, but I, I I mean, um, who 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 was average five yards a carry? Dan Dandy Don. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, sir. For his career, and I became a Cowboys fan. What year? I started. I lived in Indiana. I only saw one Cowboys game. What would that would have been in the 60s? Yeah, 67. You got it. All right, right cool. Sweet. All right. Then that was that was it. All right. And I'm going to answer the the, the the trivia question that I threw out earlier about which team, which college team has the most players on the roster. Uh, SEC school. It's uh, South Carolina, of course. South Carolina Gamecocks have four guys on this roster right now. Rico Daddle, Israel McQuamu, Stephon Gilmore, Jalen Brooks. Somebody asked me that last week, and I didn't get the – I mean, I didn't – it just doesn't come up to me. I don't think of South Carolina 
Um, but but I, I should, and and they're they're a formidable team. All right, let's go to the uh, callers there. Well, he, what, let me go back to real quick. I'm sorry, uh, Tolbert and Vaughn. I do agree with that. I think that, that they could be some some wild cards here, especially Vaughn. He's going to be exciting to watch. I don't know exactly what the role will be, and that's the way the Cowboys want it. They don't really want you to know what the role is going to be, but you know it's it's going to be fun to see because. You know, he was doing it at, at, in the Big 12. He was doing it against Alabama. That run against Alabama where he's going 50, 60 yards, if you could do it against Alabama, you, you, I think that there's some kind of place for you to do it in the NFL, and so I can't wait to see that. All right, back to the calls. Mike in New York. Mike, what is, what's up? Appreciate the phone call. Appreciate it. Sure. Um, I'm looking real, looking forward to seeing the post in the Daily News uh, Monday morning. <laughs> you going to the game? Uh, Are you going to I the am, game? I am going to the game. Nice. Nice. Yep. Been going the last few years in New York and had good luck the last uh, couple. <laughs> sure, sure. So uh, what do you think Jerry Jones and them are waiting for? You know, they make you believe every year. They go out, they get Gilmore, they get these guys to bring in, they trade uh, for Lance. But where is the old line help that they just wait? you know, for an injury to come, and then they're going to see what happens Sunday night. I think they just got to make a move and stick to it and and give us other than hope to believe. Yeah. So, you know, I I, I don't know if I agree with you there on, on, on that one, Mike. Uh, and I say that because, you know, they, they did some research. I mean, they have put some resources there to it. Um, they they – I don't know if Chuma Idoga is the answer. I mean, but but yeah, but yeah. he was he's a veteran guy that they thought they could kind of plug in there and, and do some things. They they've drafted a couple. You know, they they have drafted in the middle rounds. What the last three years in a row now, the fourth fifth round. But they, they're they're drafting to try to develop. They're trying to develop Josh Ball. They're trying to develop Matt Willetsko. They're trying to develop Awesome Richards. So I mean, I I don't know if I if I they have starters in place. They've got some younger guys. And hoping that those guys would hit. I mean, that they have developed Tyler Biotis into a starter. I think it's not out of the question to think they could have done that with well, let's go Ball, Awesome Richards. It just hasn't really developed so far with Josh Ball yet. Right. But, yeah, I agree with the development part. Sometimes you need that veteran, like you said, to to come in and maybe where you're taking all line. Yeah. Beating sometimes, you know, like going into Sunday night with some injuries, you know, you don't mind plugging the guy who you feel a little bit more confident in. Well, I would just go with the with the young guys. Yeah, I mean, you you would like that. You would like to have that guy sitting there and waiting in the wings. Um, you know, like like a few years ago, Doug Free was there and he was ready to uh, go, but he was a guy that drafted in the fourth round and developed. I mean, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. That's why I always say, and, and thanks for the call, Mike. I appreciate it. It's Thank why you. we. Um, the trade with Trey Lance a couple weeks ago, they gave a fourth round pick fourth round picks to me. I mean, they're just, they're just hit or miss. And you don't look, look no farther than 2016 Dak Prescott franchise quarterback, but they did not take him first in that round. They took Charles Tapper who didn't make the team or he did make the team. Sorry. He played a year. It just didn't, did really stick. uh, Didn't develop fourth round picks. Some some of them are great. Some of them are, are uh, forgettable. All right. Um, we're not taking any breaks right now. We're, we're rolling through here. Uh, another phone call. Chris and in Indy. Chris, what's, what's up? up? What's up, Nick? Your show's blowing up, man. I literally called every day trying to get on, and it's busy, 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 busy. Well, well, <laughs> show's awesome, man. Thank Love you, you thank you, and I appreciate to you. Job, I'll just say it to you, just like I'm saying to everyone. You know, this is this is y'all show. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, I can't wait to hear from you guys on Monday. I mean, we're we're gonna go overtime on Monday, uh, win or lose. Uh, 
or, or I'll be when. I'll to call in again that day as well. All right, all right, Chris, we'll get we'll get after it. Get after it. But uh, the question, um, the answer from your um, earlier, what college? With mm-hmm. the, is it South Carolina? It is. It, current players. It is, is Michigan second, if I do believe. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, at least three for Michigan. Yeah, it would have to be second there. Um, we got four with, from South Carolina. Is that right? Four from South Carolina. I'm hearing that there's okay. four from Michigan. And mean, are we counting Sean McEwen, who's not on the roster? So Sean McEwen uh, is he's on the practice squad. That's why that's why the thing works. But Sean McEwen, Mozzie Smith, uh, Schoonmaker, and Jordan Lewis also four from from Michigan. But as it stands right now, Sean McEwen is not. So that's why South Carolina gets the win. But um, but yeah, the, the big players of the game, our tight ends always kill the Giants. It's going to be the further shot, hinder shot, who's <laughs> from ten miles from where I live and um, where he went to high school at. So he was a stud in high school. Hendershot and Ferguson, they're going to make big play that nobody's talked about all week. You know, so. yeah, a lot of people talking about the other tight end for the Giants, Darren Waller, what he's going to provide. But yeah, I mean. Uh, we'll we'll see what the, what these uh, tight ends have done. Uh, we'll, we'll do as well because you can't cover everybody. You can't nope. you can't and cover them all. And and I think they've got some athletic ability to go down the field. And you know I think Schoonmaker is going to be a, a guy in about three or four weeks is going to really be somebody that's like oh you know really glad we got him. I think he's going to pr- provide some some depth there because he's got the size. He's going to be a blocker, but also yeah, he, he can make some plays. I think he, that's what I was going to say. I think this week might be a big week with Blocker, depending on Tyron's ankle and sure. Tyler's hamstring. That left yeah. side, boy, that scared me without going <laughs> against Thibodeau and Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence. Oh, my goodness. Definitely, yeah. Well. All right, great show, Nick. Love it, love it, love it. All right. I will be I'm going to Texas Monday about the flea flicker too. All right, hey, let's. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I will. I'd like to see that as well. You know how much I want to see the, the flea flicker first, first play. play. Game first play of the game. I would. I would not hate. It. I just would. I. It, the internet will blow up. The internet will blow up. I'd miss the rest of the games. I'd probably just pass out right there on the spot. My phone will break if that happens. My phone will break, but it'll be a good thing. All right, all right, man. Thank you. Before we go back to the phone line, I'm gonna at least. At least get one text line question in here. I definitely want to get one. This is from Steve Williams from Charlotte, North Carolina. Not Dr. Death Steve Williams, the old wrestler. No, probably not. All right, Steve Williams, Charlotte, North Carolina. Do you think Dak will come out firing like he did against Tampa a couple years ago? He might have to. He, he might have to. Remember, he didn't play that whole offseason. Um, he, he's coming off the, the ankle uh, uh, surgery, and then he had he had another uh, arm issue. Um shoulder arm issue uh, for all of training camp. But he came out, and yeah, they threw the ball around, almost won that game. Didn't want to run a lot up the middle. That was kind of the game plan. And I think this team is built more like that now, to, to go more to the outside. It's that speed we're talking about. you got to get these people running sideline to sideline. So uh, I do think that he'll, he'll do that and, and come out firing. All right, going back to the phone lines, we're going to go with to Tacoma, Washington. Maurice. What's up? Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. And you? Great, great. Got some really good questions in today. Uh, but I want to scale it back a little bit. Okay. Uh, you're going to be the man. And uh, Jerry comes to you, and he tells you, he says, listen, I want to be Super Bowl champions by the end of this season, and I, I want you to be able to make one move. Go take my first-round draft pick and go find me the best player we need in any position on the team. And I was curious to know, what position would you be trying to fill? Hmm. 
we're losing next year's one, right? Next year's one yes. to go get a veteran player or, or an established player, right? Um, yes. Well, I'm not going to name the player. I mean, because you know we get into tampering issues there, but but we right, can but right. we can we can um, you can say whatever you want. You can. Uh, I, I'll throw it back to you first. I'll throw it to you first. Let me think about it. But who who do you have in mind? Well, I'm kind of I'm kind of curious to make sure that we would get this left tackle position yeah. figured out. But I would also be looking for a player that might be able to play a little bit of both left tackle and left guard if we needed that position flex there. I'm not really sure, but I, I like a tackle that uh, that uh, Philadelphia has over there. And yeah. uh, I'm just curious to know maybe he might be a good option. Yeah, well, because any names. Yeah, I, I mean when you when you're talking about the scenario that you are with a first round pick, you know you, you're going to trade. It's kind of like when they traded for Amari Cooper. Like they traded for him with the idea that they he could be here for a little bit. You know, now I, they thought he might be here longer, but you know you're not going to trade a first round pick to someone that's just going to be rent a player. It's going to be somebody that's going to be here for a few years and you know you got me thinking around the roster and i'm getting a little bit more excited about this team because when you go through and you're like okay where do you need you look at defense like corner like no nah, 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 i think we're good there safety you know linebacker like probably wouldn't trade a first round pick for a linebacker you got some young guys and then defensive line you're like man we just got a first round pick mozzie and then the ends are loaded now you go to offense i mean who? I mean, like, really, like, where? I mean, it, you're you're right. Offensive line. You're not trading for a kicker in the first round. So, um, you know, you're gonna trade a running back? I wouldn't. I would just draft one in the first round if you're gonna do that. So, I, I, I would say offensive line, and I think this team is better than I thought it was 90 seconds ago because of that little, <laughs> because of that little, you know, that little test you gave me. That I think right there, this team is better than I thought. Wow, you got me even more excited. I'm ready. Thanks, man. All right, Maurice. Have a good one. All right. You know, we're flying around. Like, like what's cool, too, is I see the, these names, and I just think of the map. I mean, we're all, we're all really literally all over the map here. We've we got guys going to the game in New York. we got Tacoma, Washington. we got a lot here in Texas. Um, New Mexico is where we're going to go next. Kent from Las Cruces, New Mexico. It's a state I've never been. I, it's a bordering state, and I've never been to New Mexico. That's weird to me, but I, I've never been there. Kent, what's up? Hey, how you doing? How are you? I, I'm doing well. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see how Micah comes out of the gate. I think he's going to come out with, like, his hair on fire. I think he's coming <laughs> out to prove a point this year. Yeah, me too. He, his hair has been on fire since he started training camp. He's just been yeah. held back. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't know how much he got held back. I, there were days I thought that the, offensive line was going to pay for him to have a vacation just to get him off the field for a little while well yeah right i mean he, he was unblockable and uh you know or or they did hold him uh he you know he was just kind of sitting there next to next to dak i, I said this the other day um uh well, well I, i'll get your question you have another question what, what do you think is going to happen here uh coming down we we see what burroughs just got at fifty-five million a year, and now you got Nick Bosa at thirty-four million a year. I, I'm concerned that the Cowboys, when they try to restructure Dak, and then uh, once Micah gets his bag, how are they going to make that work? You get him and CD. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Um, yeah, the guy, 
The guy that actually does the salary cap stuff doesn't have any hair. If so, he would be pulling it. He would be pulling it out. I don't know. I don't know how that works, man. Um, but but they'll they'll figure it out. You know they always do. And I, I don't think Dak will get the money that Burrow got. I, I don't I don't think that. I mean, it's a different scenario, different situation too. You know, younger, um, not as accomplished either. So I I don't know if Burrow will affect Dak as much as some other, but but there's other other contracts that are already out there that that will affect Dak. Nick Bosa is going to affect Micah Parsons. I mean that deal does. I I got to sit down with Stephen Jones yesterday and um he was saying I bet you know Micah's really happy about it and smiling and I asked him back. I said, "Are you?" and he was like, "Well, I'm not I don't want to answer that. I mean, I don't think it's going to be easy. They know they got to pay a lot for Micah Parsons, but you know like you just said, if he comes out and plays the way you think he's going to play, you'll pay for it because it's worth it because not everybody has a number 11 Micah Parsons, and the Cowboys do. All right, Darren in New Jersey is the next caller. Darren, what is up? Hey, Nick, how you doing? I uh, appreciate great. the call. Uh, probably listened since like 05, 06, I think, when I could sneak in uh, nice. time during school. <laughs> so, cool. Uh, my random player that I always associate you and just the lunch break is uh, Kevin Ogletree. <laughs> Those are always fun years uh, listening to you. Um, with a little bit of the weather, uh, that's not going to be all that great. Probably. I wonder if the kicking situation is going to be not so perfect and how long of a leash he may have, uh, for the next couple of weeks if he misses a couple of them. All right. Thanks for the call. I don't know how long that leash is. I don't know if it's a couple of weeks, to be honest with you. He's a rookie kicker. Hasn't done a lot. Depends what happens. I don't want to throw negative vibes out there, but you know, the games are going to come down to kicks. Um, and, and he's got to, he's got to be, he's got to make more kicks than he doesn't. I mean, he, if he misses a kick, offset it with a make. I mean, right now they have confidence in him. If you go and you miss two field goals or miss a field goal and an extra point, and that's really it, then, that the confidence is not there. You know, miss a field goal from 38 yards, hit a 54-yarder right before the half, things can kind of change. I mean, you got to buy yourself time. You buy yourself time with making kicks and so and making sure your kickoffs are, are on the money and all that. So right now, you, he's there. You know, if, if, if things go sour, you know, they, the Cowboys will, will probably react. I, I don't think they're going to wait really long on, on, on this. But uh, right now he's got his opportunity, and that's the best that he could hope for. Um, Kevin Ogletree, yeah, we talked about him yesterday uh, going up to New York. He had a great game. I got another story. We're a little over time. Got a great Kevin Ogletree story. I'll say it quickly. He got here. This is his first year. The guys were, you know, the work in the operations department are getting on to him. You got to get your your driver's license renewed, man. You have a, like a New Jersey license. You got to get your Texas license. I've been harping. They've been harping on it. He never did. He never did. And he finally gets pulled out of the parking lot, and the cops pull him over. He has a suspended license. He ends up going to jail for that day for like an hour. Gets bailed out of jail by who? Tony Romo. Tony Romo, I don't know how he saw it, saw it, drove there, went there, paid for him, got him out. He's like, I need this guy at practice. I can't be sitting there in, in jail. So he got his license the next day. Stuff that happens. That's a funny story. Oh, my God, these calls. Uh, I better st- shut up with the with the stories and get to these calls. All right, Jamal in Alabama. What is up, Jamal? How's it going, my man? Uh, great. You? Good, good. Congratulations on your new show, man. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, I also want to see you on the break every now and then too. You know, Derry has some good chemistry, my man. Yeah, well, we we do, we we definitely do. And uh, <laughs> uh, I filled in the other day, but because Derek wasn't there. But uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll be. I'm sure I'll be on a show with Derek at, at some point. Uh, that that we have not done our last show. I promise you that. Uh, hey, a question I got for you: Do you think they're going to try to treat Tobit like they did? Um, four receivers in the past, or you think they're going to make a real effort to actually get them some playing time on the field and four receiver sets? Yeah, I think. I'll hang up and get you okay. the chance. Thanks, Jamal. Um, mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, it depends who the fourth receiver is. You know, like like a couple of years ago, Cedric Wilson was the fourth receiver, and he got on their field uh, quite a bit, enough to think, uh, you know, we need to get him as the third receiver next year, and then he got paid. So uh, he, he got on there uh, quite a bit. Noah Brown would get in there some. Uh, I think if you make plays, you make plays, and that that's really going to be up to him. It's up to him to see how much he's involved in the offense. If you're not really in there, you're just running around, you're really more of a special teams guy, then then they won't use them. But if you're on the field and you make plays and you're somebody that Dak trusts, then I think you're going to be a fourth receiver that that could be a third and you know and or a second if guys get get hurt. So the really that question is up to Jalen Tolbert and if he's ready for the challenge. I think he is. All right, we're going to go really far on this next one here, all the way to France. Philippe in France, what is up? Hi, hey, hey Nick. I'm good. You? Yeah, I'm fine. Your show is all over the world. Unbelievable. <laughs> right. um, I, I just had a question and it's called prediction. I'll be fast. Uh, rookie versus rookie. Maisie versus the Wigiman Center. Who's winning? My score prediction is Cowboys 31, uh, Giants 13. 31 13. Take care. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Go Cowboys. All right. Thank you so much. Um, Sounds like he's in France. I mean that that sounds like that's on a different continent there, but still understood what he said. I think I think his question was Mozzie Smith there against the Giants center, uh, who wins that battle. Uh you know, Mozzie, you don't have to win every one, but but the thing about that position is you can't lose. Okay. Tying is is good in, in, in for defensive tackles. Winning is Aaron Donald. That's what winning. I mean, you win, you get to the line, you're disruptive. Tying is you're not going to kick my ass five yards back here. I'm going to hold my ground on the double team or whatever. But, you know, you know that's that's what it loses. But if you could tie, tie him up, the, you're doing your job. That's what you're supposed to do is clog the middle. So I, I think he'll do a good job. I, I think Mozzie Smith is better than people think he is right now, and I think he's going to be a lot better as time goes on here. Um, Justin in Lubbock, next call. Getting to the end here. Yes. What's up? Yes, sir. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Doing great, man. Hey, I had a follow-up question from Maurice, and then I have an over-under. Okay. Over-under three sacks for Micah this week. Three? Three. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, man. I mean, just for fun, I mean, we'll say, I'll say under. But I, I, if I'm wrong, I, I, I'm, let me just write the story right now that on Wednesday, Micah Parsons has been named NFC Defensive Player of the Week because that's going to happen if he gets more than three sacks. Um, I got three. I got three against Neil. Love it. That's that would and, be and, be great. And then the Maurice question follow up: uh, the uh, gentleman that we were just speaking about, mm-hmm. what would you, what would you take or give up for a number ninety nine? Yeah. Who's your guy? Uh well number ninety nine that plays on the on the West Coast. I, I got think, it. I got I it. I think that 
trying not to get us in trouble. I yeah, think yeah. that we, if we were able to get something like that, and we already have a, a great defensive line. Yeah. But you know Jerry Jones and those war daddies, as he likes to call them. Yeah. I think that that would be something that puts us in the 85 Bears defense category. Yeah, that would be good. That would be yeah. He uh, somebody like that would certainly be a game changer. I think I already mentioned his name on the last the last caller. So uh, yeah, I think the Cowboys would take that move. Ad all day, uh, if you get what I'm saying there. All right, uh, I think there's a. That's probably the end of the calls here. Uh, I'm sure the phones will keep ringing, but we got to get out of here because Cowboys break's coming up here in just a few minutes. They got to flip the show, flip all this uh, cool graphics inside. I will say this. Uh, I'll throw my score out there. I think it's going to be low scoring, a little bit low scoring because I think the defenses are both really good. The rain might be a factor here. I'm going to go Cowboys 23-14. That is my score, 23-14. And a question we are asking people for the, the show we'll put on for pod picks, who's going to score the first touchdown? of the season I my caller said the same thing earlier today and I agree with them I think it's I'm going with Jake Ferguson I'm Jake Ferguson is my guy to score the first touchdown of the season man what a fun show 16 calls is that right that's unbelievable you guys are awesome I uh, can't wait to hear from you guys on Monday Cowboys and Giants uh Sunday night it's gonna be a lot of fun can't wait to come back and do the show Chris Beam thank you so much for running the board for me I'm Nick Eatman we will see you next week on Cowboys Storyline this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club how about this Cowboys